good morning, afternoon, or evening for wherever you may be joining us from today. Welcome to the Life Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy today's message. Good morning, Life Church. Happy Easter. I'm so glad we get to do life together. I'm so glad we get to celebrate uh, the resurrection of Jesus Christ today on this Sunday morning in April. Um, Yes, um, it's not normal. Uh, We have had a lot of changes in our world in the last couple of weeks. But you know what? In spite of all the changes, I do believe God is in charge and God is in control of it all. And uh, one reporter, I heard one of the national reporters uh, this past week, he said, um, this is probably the first Easter in hundreds, if not thousands of years, that churches will be empty. Um, But I'm glad today that there's one thing that is not empty. The tomb is not empty. And today we're going to celebrate The fact that Jesus is alive. No matter where you're celebrating Easter today, it doesn't matter that we're not together at church. You might be sitting in your living room. But you know what? The truth of the matter is, Easter is still Easter. The message of Easter hasn't changed. The tomb is still empty. The power of the resurrection is still real today. And so we're going to take a few moments in this message to talk about the wonderful truth of the resurrection. I'm thankful today for this great truth, and I'm grateful today that we get to come together and we get to talk about this with our Life Church family. On that very first resurrection morning, uh, there were two ladies, both by the name of Mary, that came to the tomb. Uh, They were looking to find a, a crucified Jesus. But when they arrived at the tomb in Matthew 28, verses 5, through seven, But the angel answered and said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus, who was crucified. Yes, it did happen. Yes, he was crucified. But verse 6 is a powerful, powerful verse. It said, He is not here, for he is risen. Look at someone across the room right now, if there's anyone there with you, and I want you to point your finger at them and say, He is risen. As he said, the angel said, Come and see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. Praise God. I'm grateful today on this Easter Sunday morning to to tell you once again that he is risen. I have a couple questions for you today. The answer is all the same answer. Here's the question. What was it that turned 12 disciples of Jesus from fearful cowards into bold and confident preachers of the gospel? The answer is this. The resurrection. What is it today that caused Christianity to multiply from 12 disciples, fishermen, farmers, tax collectors, just 12 ordinary men 
into over one-third of our world identifying themselves as Christian. What, what caused that? It was the resurrection. We all have calendars. We, we live by a calendar. But what caused the calendar to turn from B.C. to A.D.? Of course, we know that B.C. means before Christ. And A.D., Anno Domini, means in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Every time you write a check, every time you type a date into your Word document, what you are doing is you're acknowledging the fact that Jesus is arisen. I thank God that Jesus came. I thank God that Jesus gave his life. I thank God most of all that he rose from the dead. And because he rose from the dead, that is good news to me. Because he rose from the dead, I can rise on that day. And I can go to a heaven and be with him eternally. The resurrection changed everything. The resurrection is the thing that, that is what we kind of believe and stand for, and it's the thing that we, we look forward to the fact that he rose again. The reason Christianity is spread around the world is because this really is the good news. It really is great news. In fact, there's no greater news for you to hear today than the fact that Jesus rose from the dead. Here's how the Apostle Paul told the great church at Corinth about the gospel. He said in, in chapter 15, verses 1 through 4, he says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel. I declare unto you the good news. This is really good news. He said, The good news that I preach to you, which you have received and in which you stand, by which you are saved. We are saved by this good news. Verse 3 tells us that Christ died for our sins according to the scripture. It goes on to say in verse 4 that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. If you want to know what the gospel message is today, it's really simple. It's the death, it's the burial, and it's the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You know, that's great news. That's news that has changed my life. And it's news that can change your life also. On this Easter Sunday, we're really not celebrating the Easter Bunny. No. On this Easter Sunday, we're not celebrating chocolate and Easter eggs. Maybe there's chocolate, maybe there's Easter eggs at your house. That's well and good. But that's not what we're celebrating today. On this Easter Sunday, we are celebrating the one event a little over 2,000 years ago that changed everything. Jesus came out of the grave. He's risen. He's alive. I'm grateful today. In fact, let's take a moment where you're at right now, and let's thank him that he has resurrected, that he's alive, that he's well, and he's in charge of my life. Jesus, I thank you today for this resurrection. Jesus said many things in his three and a half years of ministry. But really, the two things that caused him the most trouble were this. Number one, Jesus declared that he was God. Caused him a lot of trouble. He also declared that he would rise from the dead. 
And this rising from the dead proclamation, it worried his enemies, his opponents, as he was dying on a cross. They were trying to figure out, he said he was going to rise again. What are we going to do? So when Jesus died on the cross and he was uh, put into a borrowed tomb, notice it was a borrowed tomb. He really didn't need to purchase one because he was only going to use it for a couple of days. What I find so amazing, though, that Pilate had soldiers, guards, to come and, and watch the tomb. I think he's probably, Jesus is probably the only person in history that when he died, there was guards, there were soldiers that were placed at his tomb just because of the fact that he said he was going to rise again. They were going to try to keep him from coming out. But Life Church today, those that are watching today, there's good news because even though they tried to keep him in the tomb, they tried to guard it, they sealed it. On the third day, the Bible says, the angel declared, he's not here because he is risen. Nine different times in the ministry of Jesus, did he proclaim that he would rise from the dead? You know what? If he didn't rise, that would prove that he was not God. If he never rose from the dead, perhaps everything else he said was not true. The Apostle Paul put it this way in 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 17. He says that if Christ be not raised, your faith is futile. You are yet in your sins. If there's no resurrection, your faith is useless. Why waste your time believing in a God if he didn't rise from the dead? But if he did rise, if he did come out of the tomb, that would prove that he is God Almighty. And everything else he said, all of it, it would be true as well. I am so grateful today that because Jesus rose from the dead, I can stand on the promises in this book. I can stand with confidence. I can call upon him in my time of need. And I can know that Jesus hears me. Everything he said is true. Every promise that he's made to the child of God, it is true. I, I thank God for the power of the resurrection this resurrection wasn't done in a secret room. It wasn't done in a secret place. But the Bible says in Acts chapter 1 and verse 3 that after his suffering, after his time on the cross, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days. Think about it. 40 different days. My, my Christian faith today, it, it's, it rests in the fact that there was a resurrection. He didn't just appear one time to this small little group of people and then poof, he was gone and no one else saw him and they had to rely on just this little group of people to say, yeah, I saw him. No, there were many convincing proofs, Acts tells us. The Christian faith that I believe today rests on the power of the resurrection. Yes, there's been other great prophets. There's been other great teachers. Had some great truths. But you know what? Every single one of them died. They're dead. 
you can go today and you can find the burial sites of some of those religious leaders. People like the name of Buddha. You can go to India and find his burial place. Prophets like the name of Confucius. His burial place is in China. Mohammed. There's a green dome in Saudi Arabia. He's buried below the green dome. Joseph Smith. You can go to his burial place in Illinois. But Jesus differs in such a great way from every other prophet and teacher and religious leader because he is the only one that rose from the dead. There's an empty tomb in Jerusalem. He's not there. He was not just seen by one, but he was seen by many. As you look down through the, the chapter in 1 Corinthians 15, uh, Paul says he was seen by Cephas. He was seen by the twelve. He was seen by 500 brethren. 500 brethren. Think about it. He was seen by James. He was seen by all the apostles. And Paul said he was seen by me. It's, it's hard to dispute the fact that Jesus walked around Jerusalem. He, he was in the streets. He was in the marketplaces. For 40 days, many people saw him. Historians tell us that over half of Jerusalem became believers. How is that even possible? It's possible because so many people had seen him go to a, a cross on Golgotha's hill, and then so many people saw him resurrected and, and alive, and, and they, they said, this is the guy we put on that cross, and here he is, he's alive, he, he, he's alive. Many claimed that the resurrection was a hoax. They claimed that the apostles were all lying. You know what, with liars, liars will lie for a while. But if there's going to be any hurt or harm to the liar, they're going to come clean every single time. But when it comes down to giving your life, most people in their right minds would never give their life for a lie. But here we have many early Christians. They were willing to give up their lives, to go to their death, because they believed this truth. Why would they go to their death for this message? Because this message is true. The resurrection did happen. Jesus is alive. And because Jesus is alive today, I get to experience the resurrection in my life. You know, there's a couple of ways this morning that I want to kind of bring to you quickly that I can experience the resurrection, the power of this resurrection. Romans chapter 5 and verse 8 lets me know, but God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You know, I get to experience the love of God in that while I was still a sinner, Christ went to a cross and he died for me. He went there so I could have my sins washed away. I can experience the resurrection. I can experience his great love today. If you need to experience that, you can experience it as well. I also get to experience abundant life. And I get to experience eternal life to come. John chapter 10 and verse 10 tells me, 
Jesus speaking, I have come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. If you're not living an abundant life today, you're not doing it right. Because Jesus has come to give us life and to give us life that we live more abundantly. John eleven twenty five 25 says, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. I thank God that because of the resurrection, I can have an abundant life today, and I can have a great eternal life in the future. This past week, we've been praying in our church for Pastor Ronnie Abbott. He's a, a, an elderly pastor in his 70s in, in the city of Tulare, California. Uh, this past week, we've been praying. He contacted the COVID-19 virus, ended up in the hospital on a ventilator. Um, Pastor Ronnie Abbott died on Thursday morning. We prayed, but God saw not to raise him up. But I want to encourage someone today. Pastor Ronnie Abbott, he lived an abundant life here, but he didn't really die on that Thursday morning. He, he entered into his eternal life. He entered into his eternal reward. He had eternal life flowing through his veins. And now more than ever before, he is more alive than he was last week. He's more alive than he was two weeks ago because he's now experiencing eternal life. And I thank God for that. So because of the resurrection, I get to experience his great love. I get to experience abundant life today and eternal life tomorrow. But you know what? Another great thing I get to experience with this resurrected life is I get to experience healing for my body. 1 Peter chapter 2 and 24 says, Who, his own self, bear our sins in his own body on a tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live under righteousness, by whose stripes we are healed. I thank God that I get to experience healing in my body because Jesus came out of that tomb, because Jesus resurrected. Because of that, I, I can experience resurrection in my body. I, I can experience healing in my body today. I'm not sure what you're dealing with in your body, but if you've got a need in your body, you can experience healing today. I thought, as I was preparing for this message, I thought back to a time when I was a young man, a little bit younger than I am right now, because I am still a young man. Um, I thought back to a time when I was um, working with some missionaries in the country of Pakistan, and, and I had been there for several months, and, and it was the rainy season was just begin, be, beginning. I was there for a few months, and the rainy season was just beginning. It had been dry and it had been hot for months on end. Every day, just sun and hot. And as the rainy season began, I came down with flu. I came down with just aches and pains, and I was so sick. And I remember the night that everybody had gone to church. It was a Friday night because in Pakistan, they observed Sunday or their holy day as Friday. So the church met on Friday because that was the day everybody was off work. 
And, and I was at home, and I was, I, I was like thinking I was nigh unto death. I, I mean, I was aching and pain and feeling sorry for myself. And I, I really was a basket case at some level because I, I thought, you know what, this is the end. It, it was so bad. And I, I was at the house, and at that time I was living with the elder missionaries, George and Margaret Shaw. And as I was there, a phone call came. And I, and I got up off that couch, and I went and answered the phone. I can't tell you who was on the other end of the line, but there was a pastor from the United States that was calling, and, and he asked me how I was doing, and I told him, I'm very sick. And in that moment, that pastor, across the, the uh, phone lines, he prayed that God would touch my body. And I, I want to tell you today that God heard his prayer. Because Jesus Christ resurrected from the grave. Because he came out of the tomb. That, that stripes that were laid upon his back. I was able to access the power of the resurrection. And at the end of that prayer, I had been sick for several days. I was like sick and no one was there to comfort me. But through that prayer, I experienced God's miraculous power. And instantly, my body was made whole. That's the power of the resurrection. That's the power that I get to experience his healing power because he rose. One more thing that I get to experience because of the resurrection, I get to experience forgiveness of my sins. 1 John 1.9 says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful, he's just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I'm not sure who's listening right now, but if there's sin in your heart, if you want to experience the power of the resurrection on this Easter Sunday, I encourage you just to bow your heads right now and begin to confess your sins to God. And the Bible says, according to His Word, and I believe His Word is true, that if we confess, He is faithful, He's just, and He will forgive you of every sin. Jesus is who he says he is. Jesus has risen. Jesus is alive. And everything he's promised in his word is true. Before the resurrection, we were separated from God. We were separated from hope. We were separated from true joy. We really didn't have a chance of knowing his love. But then the resurrection happened. Jesus didn't expect us to come to him. Jesus came to us. He found us. That's the gospel. The gospel is that Jesus came into a world to save sinners. He walked into our fears. He walked into our pain and our anxieties. He walked into our rejection and our mistakes. He walked into death and he walked into the grave. But Jesus didn't stay in the grave. He got up out of that grave. Hallelujah. And just as the grave couldn't stop him, there's nothing that can stop him right now. Even COVID-19 can't stop him. You may not be able to come to the church house today, but I'm letting you know that Easter is coming to your house. Resurrecting power is coming to your house. New life is coming to your family. That means joy is coming. That means peace is coming. That means victory is coming. You may have thought there was no hope, 
but hope is coming purpose is coming because Jesus the resurrected Christ is coming into your room right now today you can experience the power of the resurrection right now on this Easter Sunday April 12 2020 you can experience resurrection power in your room right now we're gonna pray we're gonna bow our heads right now we're gonna believe that God's presence and I can feel his presence right now I believe God's gonna come into your space and he's gonna give you an experience right now with the resurrected Christ I'm gonna encourage every spiritual leader in your home mom dad I want you to begin to pray I want you to begin to talk to Jesus because he's wanting to come he's wanting to minister I want you to get your family around I want you to begin to pray for your family begin to pray for your kids begin to lift up your voices begin to invite the power of the resurrection to do something great right now Jesus I pray right now in this moment God on this Easter Sunday God, I'm believing you, God. I'm, I'm standing upon your word. I'm standing upon your promises. I'm standing upon the word of God that says you rose from the dead. God, I know it's true because I experienced it. I thank you for washing me. I thank you for cleansing me. I thank you for healing me, God. I thank you for filling me with the power of your spirit. God, I thank you that you've given me eternal life. God, I'm so grateful today that you have risen. That's right, church. Begin to worship him right now. Begin to thank him right now. If you don't know God and you need to repent, this is a great time to, to call upon him and repent. I thank you, Jesus, that you're reaching for someone right now on this Easter Sunday. God, forgive us. God, wash us. God, do something great. I thank God for the power of the resurrection. He is risen. Jesus is alive. Thank you for joining us today. We pray this message spoke into your life, your heart, or whatever situation you might be going through. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at lifechurch.ca on Instagram. And on Facebook, just search Life Church, and you'll find our navy blue logo with the letters LC in the middle. We thank you for your support. Have a wonderful week, and God bless.